It's Friday, the 26th of January, 2024. Welcome to the Fast Five Business News by Fear and Greed, where we give you the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Good morning, Michael. Sean, five stories, five minutes, let's go. Story number one, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has defended his changes to tax rates and broken election promise, saying the measures are akin to the emergency response needed during the COVID pandemic. Hmm, at a speech at the National Press Club, Mr Albanese said the broader and better tax cuts are not the beginning, nor the end. The changes announced officially yesterday need legislation to alter the so-called Stage 3 tax cuts. The new arrangements skew the benefits towards low- and middle-income earners. Everyone earning up to $146,486 will receive a larger tax cut than under the existing package, while those above that level, well, they'll have theirs paired back. The federal government spent yesterday selling the tax package, knowing that eight in nine taxpayers will be better off under the new deal compared to the legislated stage three tax cuts and reckon that's how they'll get it through. Leaving aside the political ramifications of all this, Sean, what about the economic implications? Well, Treasurer Jim Chalmers yesterday said the Reserve Bank Governor Michelle Bullock told him that the changes wouldn't add to inflation. He said the government had changed its position to better assist households hit by cost of living pressures. Then later in the day, Treasury advice was released. It shows that the redesigned tax cuts are cost of living measures for middle Australia. That's the group that's been hit hardest by soaring interest rates. Treasury says the redesigned tax cuts will cost an extra $1.3 billion over four years. Broadly, revenue neutral is how they put it. And that, as such, won't pump any additional money into the economy, hence not a lot of pressure on inflation, hence not a lot of pressure on the Reserve Bank to lift interest rates. Okay, moving on to story number two now, Domino's Pizza, the once dominant player in the market, yesterday delivered its fourth downgrade in three years, sending its share price plunging a whopping 30%. Domino's share price is now about one quarter of what it was in the midst of COVID when the group was busy expanding stores and benefiting from everyone eating at home. The catalyst for the massive sell-off yesterday was that trading update. It was released three hours after the market closed on Wednesday night. Never a good sign. Basically said earnings for the second half of 2023 would be less than a year earlier. They're having problems in Japan, Taiwan, Malaysia and France. Very tough markets for them. The previous update back in November at the AGM was much more upbeat. Investors are somewhat losing confidence in the company. That's putting pressure on Don May, who's held that CEO role for about 21 years. And just as an aside, Jack Cowan, big shareholder in Domino's, he would have lost hundreds of millions of dollars yesterday. Story number three, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has asked the consumer watchdog to conduct a 12-month inquiry into the supermarket industry following claims of price gouging. The inquiry will look at how things like online shopping, loyalty programs and changes in technology are impacting competition in the industry. And it will examine the difference between the price paid at the farm gate and the prices people pay at the checkout. Albanese said it was pretty simple when farmers are selling their product for less, supermarkets should charge Australians less. The government will fund consumer organisation choice to provide clear and regular information on prices across a basket of goods, which the Prime Minister says will promote transparency, enhance competition and drive value. Story number four, Tesla has warned that sales growth is slowing and that's hit profit margins as the world's second biggest EV manufacturer. It's hard to get used to saying Tesla is the second Mm. biggest EV manufacturer. Uh, It's cutting prices, it's offering incentives to try and boost demand. 
In its fourth quarter earnings report, Tesla said volume growth will slow in 2024. That sent the share price of the world's most valuable car company, not biggest, but most valuable, lower. Tesla said lower raw material costs and US government credits helped reduce cost per vehicle, but Cybertruck production, AI, and other research projects increased costs. In the US, Tesla cut prices throughout last year, reducing the price of the Model Y, its most popular vehicle, by more than 25%. Now, the company managed to hit its 2023 delivery target of 1.8 million cars. However, it lost that top spot as the top EV maker by sales to China's BYD in the fourth quarter. Last one, story number five, Sean, last night's $150 million Powerball draw. One of the biggest single lotteries in Australian history. How about this stat? Almost half of the adult population was expected to have held a ticket. Phenomenal. Half the adult population. $150 million isn't enough to pay out. Do you know your odds of winning were 1 in 134 million? Now, that doesn't change no matter how many people enter the draw. What does change is the amount you might win when there's so many people holding a ticket. The chances of sharing the prize money increases significantly. Uh, I must say I haven't checked this morning, so I don't know how many winners were there last night, but hopefully one person won last night, Michael. All right, there we go. The top five business stories in five minutes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. It's Friday, the 26th of January, 2024. Remember to hit follow on the podcast. And if five minutes isn't enough, you can find our longer daily show called Fear and Greed Business News wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was the Fast Five Business News by Fear and Greed. Have a great day. Listener.